Hello and welcome to another Octal FM soundbite. I'm Gelada. And I'm Saffron. And uh, Seth, you mentioned that you went to see a film an, uh, of the animated variety, I do believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting... <clears throat> That's an interesting way of putting it. Yes. <laughs> I went to go and see an anime film. Yes. Um, yeah, we've been really lucky in the UK recently to have more and more films being shown in cinemas. And it's all thanks to like a couple of more dedicated companies, distribution companies in the UK, which are able to kind of get the rights and uh, to to distribute them out. Yeah. Um, they're only for they're only usually in the cinemas for like a day or two at most, uh, and they usually hit the entire UK in one big go. But it's still really nice that this is now being done. But specifically, uh, I went to go and see the film Mirai, uh, Mirai of the Future, which is Future of the Future, um, which is a film by Mamoru Hosoda, who's done quite a few other kind of more like famous works, even like outside of sort of an anime community. He did um, Summer Wars and Girl That Let Through Time, mm-hmm. uh, Wolf Children, um, some quite well-known ones. And yeah, it's just his most recent outing. Uh, and it was a really, really lovely film. Have you seen any of those before? I don't think so, no. No? Like, they, they usually focus on sort of the more human element. So they aren't super flashy, um, they usually kind of focus on an individual or a relationship between two individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one was no exception. The The gist of the plot is there's a young boy named Kun who has just had like a new baby sister. Um, and he, he's like three and the baby sister's just been born. And it's all about him dealing with his home life now that he's not the center of attention in his parents' world. Okay, And it's sort of... It's played out by him experiencing almost like an imagination of what the people he's surrounding by in different time periods. So, for example, he interacts with his sister when she's mm. like, I don't know, 15, 16, instead of being like just a literally newborn baby. Right. And she'd be like, you know, why are you being mean to me sort of thing? You know, you're supposed to be my big brother. You're supposed to help me, um, even though in this instance she's older than he is. Um, and it's and it's going back into his family as well so he kind of sees his mum when she's a child and sees his great granddad who's kind of passed away a few years ago Hmm. and it's all about kind of him learning his family learning to love his family and that being the most important thing right it's a little bit like um a christmas carol like i guess actually that's a really good (laughs) yeah i didn't think of that but that that makes a lot of sense yeah sort of because he's not a bad kid but he because he's you know he's only three I think and he but he's just not being very nice so he's kind of being taught by these sort of imaginations that he has uh, right. when he goes to sort of this this tree in their garden um, it's never like super clear whether there is like magic involved it's, mm. but I don't think it's particularly important if it is or not really right it sounds almost like a a little bit like a concept film in that it's sort of like it's taking a this particular concept and this idea around the sort of the the those imaginations and and that's quite a abstract way of telling a story or like having a meaning to the film hmm. rather than say actually playing it out like playing his life out and him learning and and you know and changing as a person it's more like telling stories and putting and weaving them together kind of thing no that's exactly right actually telling stories is a good way of putting it because they all tell a short story it almost feels like um, a combination of shorts made into a film it it, it is and it is it is a straight film 
but they they kind of break them up into short segments mm. so for example the first one is about how he sort of now understands the feeling the dog has the family dog because the, the family dog was originally like the center of attention <laughs> and then when he came along that when he was born like the dog stopped getting as much attention but the dog's been like anthropomorphized so it's like a like an adult sort of like a, a really chilled Ooh, out okay. laid back adult hmm. um and then they have to do stuff within like the real world even though it's sort of imagination um and that tells the story and then the story then there's another one like i say about about him meeting his sister when she's a little older and then he goes back in time to meet his his mom when she's a child so yeah they almost are self-contained stories that all sort of teach a different lesson but also Mm. make you realize that everyone's got other things going on in their life and it isn't just revolving around him Mm. so although he's important within the family and people love him everyone else is just as important as he is. Right. Uh, and it sort of teaches him that lesson across kind of different mini lessons, hmm. as it were. Sounds interesting. Uh, so was it any good? Yeah, no, it was really, really good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. We watched the subversion for the original Japanese. Okay. Uh, but there was a, a dub version out kind of the, the same time. Hmm. One thing I've noticed is that when they're doing the showings of anime films in UK cinemas, they're doing it so that you can go and see the sub or the dub sort of one night after the other sort of thing. Mm. So like, for example, you go on like a Tuesday and there'll be like the Japanese audio and then you're on Wednesday night, there'll be the, the English audio. Right. Which I think is really good too, because I'm grateful of the fact that there's choice to be had now rather than it just being one or the other. Um, cause I, I, I really dislike the, the elitist sort of like, Oh, you have to watch in the original Japanese because you don't have to, you know, yeah. if you aren't comfortable reading subtitles or you just prefer the sound of the English. And in fairness, the English quality, you know, the quality of the English dub is really good now as well. Like mm. a lot of effort is put into this now. Um, so that's really good. But we saw it in the original Japanese and it was really, really, really good. Uh, the subtitling was spot on. Um, I'm sure there probably would have been some nitpicks that people could make, but I didn't notice Always. any kind of glaring errors. The music was really lovely. It, it played really well into to, to building the atmosphere. That was kind of almost Ghibli-esque in the way that like oh, okay, when yeah. sort of the bigger scenes happened, whether like, they're running through a forest or like they're, they're falling through the sky or something, there's this really kind of big rush orchestral music coming on. Mm. And that was really good. Um, yeah, just overall, it was a really good film. And I would recommend it to anyone as almost like a good entry into sort of anime films. Okay. Um, it definitely has like a low barrier of entry. You don't need to kind of understand sort of pre-existing tropes or anything like that to be able to enjoy it. What about um, needing to understand Japanese culture a bit? Like I felt that a little bit with your name uh, to draw a comparison. You probably would get more out of it if you did, particularly sort of in the way the home life sets up. Right, yeah. But again, you can still enjoy it without that. Uh, Hmm. Because one of the really interesting things is that it's more about how the people within the story interact rather than like the details of it. In the hmm. say, for example, the mum and dad, they not actually, they don't have names. They are just called mum and dad right? <laughs> in the in the credits. So, although it's important to to know them, it's more about the interactions they have with each other. So, although it's set within say a home life or a work life, if you don't know sort of like the traditional cultural differences between say japanese uh home life and work life and say western home life and work life you're not going to be all that affected by it it's more about the interactions between the the characters themselves Mm. makes sense um was there anything you didn't like about it um i felt like it was almost a little short and a little anticlimactic 
but maybe I was expecting something different than it was. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Kind of, it, it did sort of end a little abruptly. Uh, mm. It had sort of like a, a building finale, but then it kind of just stopped. I don't know. Maybe that was just my expectations being wrong. Um, and that's not to say it wasn't a good film by any means. It was, and I, I would recommend it. It just maybe wasn't what I expected. Was it more like that it didn't spend a huge amount of time post finale sort of like resolution did it was yeah. it kind of a, an abrupt end after the like the sort of the ending so to speak i think that's a pretty good way of putting it actually yeah so it maybe would have been nice to spend maybe a couple minutes longer with kun after sort of these lessons have been learned sort of right. thing and maybe seeing like his development a little bit more um, like an, like, it needed an epilogue like the film needed yeah a I, epilogue. I think that's a good way of putting it. it needed an epilogue i think that would have definitely done the trick Mm. Um, so maybe that would be something that I would criticise on it. Not that I'm a qualified film critic, <laughs> but that's kind of how I felt about it. Yeah. Cool. Well, sounds good. Um, so what was it called again? Uh, Mirai. Uh, Mirai right. of the Future. And that's spelled um, M-I-R-A-I, right? Yeah, in, in English characters. That's yes. how you spell it. Um, cool. And I, I, re- I highly recommend it. I don't imagine it'll be in cinemas now, really. Um, no. But when it comes out on DVD and Blu-ray, I was going to say, is it, a, is it a new film? Like this is a new film. And so that's why it's showing it or it was new at the time that you went to see it. Yeah, it came it came out in the West like about a month ago, I think, like as a widespread release, had a couple of sort of like early releases at some film festivals. Uh, and I think it's probably been out in Japan a little bit more before that as well, but not a great deal. So it's quite a recent film. It's not like a, an oldie that's been redone sort of thing. But yeah, if you do get a chance to check it out, I highly recommend it. It's done quite well. It's not been, like, hugely successful, like, on the levels of your name, for example. Right. But it's done very, very well within its sphere, if that makes sense. Yes. The director, Mamoru Hosoda, is, is well known for doing kind of really good works that stand the test of time as well. I recommend any of his works, in fact. Um, so go and check out all those. Nice. Well, yeah, thank you very much. That was very that was interesting. I might pick it up uh, maybe when it comes out on, on Blu-ray. Mm, highly um, recommend it. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening to this episode of Octal FM Soundbite. I've been Gelada. And I've been Sefran. And catch us again for another soundbite very soon. <laughs>